and welcome to Coffee with Jesus. I am your host, Todd Ubley. This episode will be a little different than most. For starters, I have a brand new recording studio. For those of you watching on YouTube, you can see what my studio looks like. And for those of you who are listening on your favorite podcasting platform, I'll just fess up that it's actually a couch fort. Yes, I took some couch cushions and built a little box so I could put my iPhone in that box and record an episode that will hopefully have a decent sound quality. I guess we'll find out during the editing stage. And of course, you all will find out when you listen to the episode. I hope that this episode has a decent quality. I do plan on purchasing a microphone, a real microphone, but that's going to be a little bit yet. So I'm using what I have so I can put out what I can. In the trailer, I had mentioned that in season two, I was going to be answering your questions. I attempted to do that in the previous episode, Should Christians Celebrate Halloween? In this episode, I'm going to look at a question that has been on a lot of Christians' minds lately, especially given all the world events that we've been witnessing. People are wondering, are we in the end times? Now, before I go on, I need to tell you briefly about what I believe about the end times. First, let me tell you what this episode will not be. This episode will not be a date and time prediction. Jesus made it very clear in Matthew 24 that nobody knows the day or the hour. Not the angels in heaven, not even Jesus himself knew. Only God, our Father, knows when the rapture will occur. However, Jesus did tell us to be ready, and he did give us signs to watch out for. So what we are going to talk about in this episode, are we getting close? Are these signs that Jesus mentioned, are the signs that we see in John's revelation, do they correlate to world events today? Are we close? Or is this just history as normal? So before we begin, let me just tell you all where I stand. First and foremost, I love eschatology. I love the study of end times. This has been something I have been studying since I was in fifth grade. So, you know, maybe 10 years, give or take a decade. Seriously, though, this is something I have been studying for a very long time. And in my studies, I have come across a lot of, we'll call them isms. You have your preterism, you have dispensationalism, you have millennialism, you have futurism. There are a lot of isms that have been developed by people who have studied eschatology, and frankly, by people who are a lot smarter than I am. I say that because I'm going to admit, I don't really adhere to a lot of these isms. One of the recent develops in eschatology, and I say recent because it's only about 150 years old, which is fairly recent in the 2,000-year history of Christianity, but the notion that we are going to have this seven-year tribulation, that the Antichrist will sign a peace deal with Israel, and that will initiate a seven-year period where everything that happens in the end times is going to happen. One nice, neat little package, just boom, 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 boom. I'm probably going to lose a lot of listeners right up front by admitting this, but the more I study eschatology, the less convinced I am that there will actually be this seven-year tribulation. I do not think that everything will be wrapped up in a nice, neat, seven-year package. 
Now, I understand where this belief comes from, but I do not think it matches what is actually going to happen. And before I get into detail, there's one other thing I would like to address, because I know, I know, I know going into this, there are going to be some critics who say, well, we've had these things since the beginning of time. And you are correct. We've always had earthquakes. We've always had famines and wars. We've had lunar eclipses and solar eclipses. All of the signs the Bible mentions have happened throughout history. But the question is really twofold. One, we've got to look at the scale of what's occurring. And two, we need to look at where we are in history today versus where they were even 100 years ago. There's a particular verse in Matthew 24 that I would like to start with because I think this will set the tone for the whole discussion. I would like to read verse 14 from Matthew chapter 24. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So just to address that criticism up front, yes, all of the signs that Jesus mentions, all of the signs that John records in Revelation, they've been happening throughout history. But there's one thing that has not happened throughout history until now. The gospel will be preached throughout the entire world. And now, thanks to the internet, the gospel has been preached throughout the entire world. So, with all that being said, let's go ahead and get to it, shall we? Are we in the end times? That is a question that has been asked throughout the ages. In fact, in one of Paul's letters to the Corinthians, he addresses one of their concerns that Jesus had already returned. Now, I'm not going to address the rapture so much in this episode as just pointing out world events and seeing if they correlate to what the Bible tells us. Honestly, the rapture is a whole separate discussion. But again, when Jesus says nobody knows the day or the hour, he's talking about the rapture. He's talking about when Jesus comes back for his people. And nobody knows when that is going to be. And I'm not going to get into that here. I'm not going to be telling you when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen or any of that. That's just something that nobody knows. But we are given signs to watch out for. And we are told to be ready. In fact, in Matthew 24, Jesus makes it very clear that we are to be watchful and we are to be prepared. I believe that is why Jesus gives us those signs. I believe that is why we have the book of Revelation. In Matthew 24, Jesus talks about the birth pangs. He says that there will be wars and rumors of wars. He says there will be famines in various places. In the book of Revelation, in chapter 6, John writes about the seven seals. He writes about a scroll that was sealed with seven seals. Now, most scholars think that one seal will be opened, an event will happen. The second seal will be opened, and an event will happen. I don't think it will be like that. I think all seven seals are opened, and all the events will happen concurrently. The first four seals are the four horsemen. There's war, pestilence, famine, and death. And death will come from war, pestilence, and famine. And right now, we have all three on a global scale. 
For the first time in history, the gospel has reached the entire world. And concurrent to the gospel reaching the entire world, we have war, we have famine, there are food shortages all over the world. I'm sure most of you have heard about food shortages here in the U.S. They are commonly attributed to supply issues and not being able to unload the cargo vessels in California. But here's the thing. There are food shortages all over the world. There are food shortages in Europe. There are food shortages in Australia. There are food shortages in South America. There are food shortages in the Middle East. There are food shortages all over the world. Revelation 6.6 says, Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures, saying, A quart of wheat for a day's wages, and three quarts of barley for a day's wages, and do not damage the oil and the wine. I don't know if any of you all have been to a grocery store lately, but food prices have skyrocketed. And not just the price of the food itself, but have you noticed that shrinkflation has gotten much, much worse as well? Not only paying 30% more for an item than you were a year ago, you're also getting about 30% less of that item. And it runs the gamut. I opened a bag of popcorn. It was literally half full. I opened a brand new container of spices. It was a third empty. Shrinkflation is real, and it has been for some time. But it seems like the amount of product that we are getting, the amount of food that we are getting in a particular container is much less now. And we are paying much more for that particular container as well. So it's a double whammy. And as far as the pestilence, we've been in a worldwide global pandemic for a year and a half now. Now, as I'm recording this, numbers are once again dropping. We seem to be coming off of the latest wave, if you will. But there are already predictions for another wave. So we know that the Bible gives us signs to watch for. Jesus tells us to be watchful. In Revelation, we are given signs. And when you read Matthew 24 and Revelation 6, you can see a lot of the signs are the same. A lot of the birth pangs that Jesus tells us match up to the seals in Revelation that John tells us about. So, are we in the end times? Are we close to the end times? Personally, I think that we're getting close. But there's hope. Matthew 24, verses 21 and 22. For there will be great distress unequaled from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equaled again. If those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. So there is hope for followers of Christ. For us, for the sake of the elect, for those who follow Christ, those days will be shortened. Now I said I was not going to get into the rapture, and I won't, but I do believe that at some point during the end times, Jesus Christ will return for his people. It might be in the beginning. It might be in the middle. It might be somewhere in between. I don't know when. Nobody knows. There are a lot of theories, but the fact of the matter is, nobody knows when Jesus is going to return. Not even Jesus himself knows. Only God our Father knows. But Jesus is going to return. That is good news for those of us who follow Christ. 
However, it is good news for those of you who do not as well. I know my audience is other Christians. This podcast is designed and geared towards bringing comfort to my brothers and sisters, to those who already follow Christ. But I would like to take a moment to address those who do not follow Christ. If you're listening and you are not a follower of Christ, there is hope for you too. It is not too late for you. You can become a follower of Christ right now. And honestly, I think now more than at any other point in history, it's very important to become a follower of Christ. I think one of the reasons why Jesus gave us those signs to watch for is so that we as Christians would redouble our efforts, proselytize, to try to bring people into the kingdom of God. Are we in the end times? I believe that we're getting close. Does that mean that we are? It's quite possible that what we're seeing today is the same that we've been seeing throughout history. If you would like to know more about how to become a follower of Christ, then please do not hesitate to reach out. You can reach out to me on my Facebook page at Coffee with Jesus. You can send me a message on that page directly, and I will be happy to talk to you. For those of you who are a follower of Christ, I would encourage you to stay watchful, to be ready. Jesus Christ could return at any time. He gave us signs to watch for, and I think it is entirely possible that some of those signs are coming to pass before our very eyes. It doesn't mean that Jesus is going to come back tomorrow, or today, or a week from now, or a year from now. But we are to live our lives as if his return is imminent. And I think regardless of whether or not we are seeing signs of his return now or not, that we should be watchful and that we should be ready. And we should absolutely be reaching out to our friends who are not followers of Christ. And we should be doing everything we can to welcome them into the kingdom of God. So are we in the end times? Honestly, only our Father knows. Only God in heaven knows the schedule. Only God in heaven knows the timetable. I believe that we are close, however, and I believe that we should reach out to those who are not followers of Christ. And again, to those of you listening, if you are not a follower of Christ, please reach out to me. I would love to have that discussion with you. I would love to show you how to become a follower of Christ. Because I can tell you with certainty that once Jesus returns and claims his people, that it will be too late. So please, reach out. And let's have that talk. And to those of you who are listening, reach out to your unsaved friends and have that talk with them. Because Jesus is coming back. And we should try to welcome as many people into the kingdom of God as we can before he returns. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. As always, your feedback is welcome and appreciated. Do you think we're in the end times? Let me know. Post a comment on Facebook. Post a comment on YouTube. Send me a message. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thank you, and God bless.